Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Okay, it got, it's the sound cut off or something like that. Good morning. We're, we're on, everybody. I hope we've got more people logging on. It looks like my name is Susan Johnson. Hello, everybody. Happy Mindset Monday, and welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. And I'm Susan Johnson with Susan Johnson and Associates, here with you to hopefully bump in and pump you up here this Monday morning to get you launched on a highly powerful and productive week ahead. So um, gosh, everybody. So today we're going to be talking about leadership and learning and how it, how it affects our growth and the opportunities that we have as they show up in our lives. So I want to kind of open with, you know, if you want to keep leading, you must keep learning. Now, that is just a, a very basic statement. If you want to keep leading, you've got to keep learning. Let's go deeper a little bit into that. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because certain opportunities will come up in your life and you've got to be not only uh, prepared for them, you know, with your skill sets and everything, but you've also got to be prepared in your mindset. And when opportunities show up, you are prepared to accept them wide open and play full out. So that's what we're talking about today. So one of my questions for you, if you can just ask yourself is, you know, what is your plan? What is your plan for your personal and professional growth? Do you have any kind of a growth plan? Because you see, people don't just grow automatically. There has to be some intention to it. It's got to be an intentionality and a plan in your mindset and your personal growth along with your business plan. And we've talked about this in a couple of different levels. This will be a little bit different today. It was a huge awakening to me back in, I say, 2008, because um, it was interesting when I first got into real estate over 20 some odd years ago, and I started my business in geographic farming, really. That's that's how I, you know, really built my business and it grew very fast, which, I, you know, I was blessed with. The first year, I should say, actually, I struggled and fumbled a lot. But by, by year two, it started picking up momentum because of the consistency of everything I was taught out the gate. So where am I going with this? What happened was the growth in the business went fantastic. But you know what was not caught up with that was my mindset growth to go with it. I wasn't quite ready for the successes. I know that sounds odd. But it does happen for the successes that I was experiencing. So where are you at in your personal growth development? I mean, it may be great that you're hitting it out of the park in all your business, but are you ready? Are you ready in every areas? What if an opportunity comes to you? Are you are you open and ready to see these opportunities and take full advantage of them? Um, there's a great story. If you haven't seen the movie um, American Underdog. I highly recommend you see this movie. It was back in 2021, I believe. It's called the Kurt Warner story. And, and you know, he was he's an he was an undrafted football player who went to ended up getting going to the NFL and becoming a two-time NFL MVP. He won the Super Bowl and now he's in the Hall of Fame. But it's a fabulous story that I'm gonna highly encourage you all to go watch because it sort of ties in really ties in to this topic we're going to go into today. And what happened with him early on is he did have a shot at the NFL early in his career. And his mechanics were there. His skill sets were there to be a champion from the very beginning. But when he got there to the NFL for his tryouts, 
He wasn't emotionally and his mindset wasn't ready. He wasn't ready to step up to the standards and expectations of what it means to be an NFL player. So he lost that opportunity. He lost it because he wasn't ready in here. He was ready with his skills, but he wasn't ready in his mindset. He lost that opportunity. And that story goes on to what he did thereafter to actually persevere and not only show him, you know, other people, but really show and teach himself what it means to believe in yourself, what it means to persevere and continuing your dream, even if you stumble along the way. So he goes through many, many setbacks and challenges. And so please take some time and watch that movie, American Underdog. So for me, back in 2008, a very similar situation happened. My business built really quickly, but I wasn't quite ready. I, I had no idea when I was a new agent. If you told me my business was going to go within a matter of two years from brand new agent up to a top agent in the uh, to the county, you know, and I'm not, I'm not saying that boastfully. I'm saying I wasn't ready emotionally. It was amazing, mind you. All I did was nothing you guys couldn't do yourself was do what I was taught to do, which would be consistent and take action. But I wasn't ready emotionally. And so thereby, when you're not ready emotionally for something, there's going to be some fractures along the way. Okay. So, uh, you know, I went to um, Tony Robbins back in 2008. This really, really helped me. It can be whatever for you. But for me, it was going to Anthony Robbins. And there was a huge breakthrough, huge breakthrough for me about taking risks in my life, about believing in myself, about, you know, getting rid of not really people, but just, you know, surrounding myself with certain people and, you know, taking massive action was a big thing. And, and, um, but with the right mindset, you see how it all comes together. So in leadership, you know, we are all leading somebody. We are, we're leading ourselves, if anything, or you might be leading a huge team, maybe a brokerage, who knows what, maybe an organization, whatever you are, you've got to keep learning. Okay. Um, when I went to Tony Robbins, I, I talked about this in other episodes. You know, I did I did a skydive. He has his firewalk as well. I've done that too. But something that broke me out it was like a pattern interrupt. Pattern interrupt to, to take a risk and do something. You have to do a skydive, whatever it means to you. For me, it wasn't really about the skydive. I did it. It was amazing. But it was about going, doing something that got me out of my comfort zone, doing something totally different and a pattern interrupt that, my gosh, if I can do this, then, wow, I could definitely take another risk and do something else. Okay, so think about that for your own life. What does it mean for you to intentionally grow every single day? We've talked about our morning routines. We've talked about getting on these agent power huddles, getting on different podcasts when you're driving in the car or you know, spending some time each day being very intentional about that, about that growth. Don't just let it happen when it's going to happen. Be intentional about it. You know, um, your success is going to show up in your daily agenda, okay? So if there's something, you know, intentional that you're going to do every single day, you know, again, think about where you want to go, what you want to learn, and start plugging yourself in to different facets and different areas that's going to support that building of that muscle in here so you can show up out there, all right? Now, it's interesting, I'm going to shift just a little bit. There's some people that, you know, if they don't if they don't do this, what happens to them is slowly but surely they start getting very comfortable. And I'm guilty of it. You may be as well that will get all the way up here and you're, you're just rocking and rolling and momentum and everything's going great. And all of a sudden, bam, 
there's a wall, or I'm going to call it a ceiling, because it's almost like a ceiling of achievement. Because remember, when you get to a ceiling of achievement, what's going to happen? You need to now break down in order to break through to another level. Okay. So the problem is if you break down and you don't break through, you don't go any further, you don't take any more risks. There's a potential of, you know, of that momentum and that growth to start to slip away of your, you know, I don't want to say identity, but of your dreams and ambitions to start to slip away because you start becoming complacent. I'm sure you know people, maybe yourself, that there's times that that's happened to you. And you're like, well, shoot, gosh, last year was so great, but what happened? What happened this year? So you've got, if you want to be that great leader, you've got to continually know you've got to be a great learner. That is the bottom line. Um, you can't just expect that growth is going to happen. You've got to take that action and be very, very intentional. And so how do you do that? Well, the first thing you want to do is you want to invest in yourself. Invest in yourself, be it going to coaching, whether, you know, getting, you know, getting some coaching, getting around a mentor group, um, invest in yourself for going to conferences or, you know, going to Tony Robbins, whatever it means to you, you've got to invest in yourself. It, you know, money, yeah, it takes money, but sometimes it's just time. Sometimes we just don't slow down enough because we get on that treadmill, that, you know, treadmill of work, 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 production, 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 and we don't slow down enough to really build us inside to be able to even perform on a higher level outside. Hoping I'm making some sense to you. Most leaders think about this. We all want to grow our businesses. We all want to grow our organizations. We need to think about growing ourselves first so we can be showing up even better for everybody else. The one thing that's going to determine the growth of let's just say it's a team or an organization the one thing is going to be the people that are there the people are going to grow that organization but the growth of the people is determined by the growth of the leader i want to say that again so the growth of the people is determined by the growth of the leader you see if people are going to follow you they're only going to go where you've gone Okay, you've got to continually raise that level, raise that skill set, raise that mindset to be able to bring other people up along with you, to inspire others. You've got to continue to do that. When you're investing in yourself, sometimes there, some of the people closest to you might be saying, gosh, you're being so selfish. You know, you're being so selfish and get over that. You've got to let them know they're not understanding your growth plan then because Ultimately, at the end of the day, you taking that time, you investing in yourself is going to serve not only yourself, it's going to serve them to a much higher level than it ever would if you didn't take that time and invest in yourself. So sometimes it's also even just making a decision. Sometimes you might make a decision that to other people may look selfish, and yet you know what your plans are. You know what your potential is. Hopefully, start identifying those things, what your potential is, so that you can take action on those things. And then you can actually, without guilt, without guilt, understand that maybe somebody in your family or inner circle that might tell you, well, you're being so selfish with your time. You know, I want you here and there and everything else. You may say, oh, just wait. 
because what I'm doing is going to serve others and including my own family to a much higher level. It's kind of like the, the analogy of when you're on an airplane and, you know, they say you need to put an oxygen mask on. You need to put it on yourself first, because if you don't have that oxygen mask on, you cannot anywhere in any place, you know, help other people. You've got to feed yourself that oxygen mask first. So make sure that you're really getting that. Some of the things that we want to think about is, is like, this is a great, these are all great analogies. Kids actually do better if their parents are doing better, right? So kids actually do better. What about students? If the students, students will actually do better when their teachers are doing better, right? Okay. Customers actually get better when their salespeople are better with them. They get better, right? Tribes get better when their leaders get better. Yes, that's true. You cannot lead others until you can lead yourself. And that's what this is kind of about today. Because, you know, it's really easy, like I said, to get into a complacent, uh, you, you may be rocking and rolling, hopefully we all are. Uh, and yet uh, we might slip away with, oh gosh, you know, I don't need to do my mindset today. Mindset is a continuously every day, um, something you have to do every single day to keep that growth within you moving to every other level. Number two, you've got to be that continual learner. Oftentimes a leader can reach a certain level, like I just said, and they'll start to slack off. And it's a dangerous, dangerous place to be. Um, the moment you start, you stop that learning is the moment you really stop leading. It really is. And you've got to continue to, to, you know, to keep learning something new. It'll keep you hungry. It'll keep you hungry. It's going to get you excited to roll out of bed each day, get your shoes on and get a go, get going. Because if you're waking up now, you know, and you're like, oh God, pulling, you know, hitting that snooze button over and over and over again, barely wanting to get out because nothing's pumping you up and firing up, firing you up. then that's a good indicator of where your mindset is right now. You might be killing it in production, but are you happy? Are you juiced? Are you going, you know what? I want to get out there and share what I know with others now. That feeds my soul. I'm not saying it has to feed yours, but I taught a class at, at the Board of Realtors last week. Some amazing, I taught the buyer's class last week. And it just feeds my soul to work with all these amazing people and the interactions we have back and forth. This is what I mean. You start collaborating and you get yourself juiced. After 23 years, I'm excited to say I can still get juiced on these kind of things. I hope you guess what it's also going to do with your business. It'll bring you up. It will bring you up. All right. So keep the attitude also that you can learn something from everyone you meet. So even when you're the leader, you, you know, you, you know, you're going to learn something from other people, especially if you're getting into mastermind groups, which I highly recommend these kind of things like agent power huddles. Um, when you're, when I'm teaching class, how long they've been in the business. There's somebody that says, they said, oh, I've been in the business for 20, 20 plus years. Well, that's fantastic. What have you done with your business? Now, I don't just mean production. Really, if you, are you on a constant path for growth? 
Are you having that mindset of achievement? Are you seeing the value within yourself and sharing it with others? Because there's other people that are in the business one to two years that are showing up exactly like that and are killing it. And I'll tell you, I've learned a lot from those people too. So we can learn from each other. And that's the mastermind, always being that constant learning, learning mode. Um, the greatest obstacle is ignorance. Okay. Um, you know, ignorance, thinking we already know what we know. You don't know what you don't know. And that's what we have to realize. We don't know what we don't know. So always come from curiosity. And when you do that, you can you can start looking at things in a different way and think, oh my gosh, I've been doing this in my business for X many years, but I just learned from somebody two years in the business another way. And guess what? Ah, I kind of like that. That that juices me to try something a little bit new because maybe that's going to be the one thing now that's going to keep me motivated to keep on going in that particular area. You get what I'm saying? I see some head shaking. Yes. So we don't want to have the illusion of knowledge. You know, when you kind of think you know it all, I'm going to tell you right now, uh, you don't know it all. I don't know it all. And that's the part of the fun of the journey. It would get boring. Wouldn't it get boring if we just knew it all? And we're done. <laughs> we knew it all. Okay, my journey's done. No, it's not. It's a constant, constant growth that we're in. So always, always come from curiosity. You want to live with that sense of there's always more to accomplish. There's always more that we can accomplish. And, you know, check out yourself. Are you in that attitude of learning? Are you in the attitude of welcoming it in and attracting that into your life? If you're here, you probably are. You're on Agent Power Rattle. I would say you are. Okay. Um, most, but listen to this. Most people fall into these three categories and they can come at different times. So just remember these three easy, but think about, because if you get to a point in your, which we all do some point in our career that we're a, a slump, you've heard those kind of things that will happen time and again. Um, ask yourself, what, what zone am I in? There's three different zones. The first one is called a challenge zone. That's the challenge zone. I attempt to do what I haven't done before. That's the risk-taking, all right? For, you know, when I said the jumping out of the airplane, you don't have to jump out of an airplane, but you get my the analogy there of what happened though. Find something that's going to trigger yourself to do that pattern interrupt that's going to say, gosh, I don't care, you know, what I've done so far in my career, I can go another level. You're not there yet. What risk can you take? What else can you do that's going to change it up for you a little bit? That's going to push you a little bit more. When you're challenging yourself and you're in the challenge zone, that's when that growth happens. The next zone is called the comfort zone. Ooh, we've heard that before, right? I do what I already know I can do. I'm comfortable here. My business, you know, and, and I don't want to roll this out wrong because here's the thing. We do want to have systems in place. A lot of our systems that we set up are purposefully wash, rinse, repeat, right? Give me kind of a thumbs up. Yeah, wash, rinse, repeat. We kind of want to have a system that's, you know, wash, rinse, repeat, goes over and, and you get results. But remember, it's like navigating a ship. Wash, rinse, repeat, but you're always going to be counterbalancing. There's always going to be something. When we started our internet lead generation on Use Commissions Inc., you know, we, we've been using AI for years. Years. People didn't know. This has been around for a while, folks. So, you know, all your, your 
uh, your drip campaigns, your auto text responses, the whole bit. We've been doing this long before it became a big. And here's the thing. Our results were massively showing up because nobody else was doing it. Right. And all of a sudden we're all stuck inside. And how is everybody communicating now? AI, they're setting it up. They're getting it. It becomes a big thing. Right. Do you think our results declined a bit? The answer is yes, our results absolutely decline because now the consumer is going, wait a minute, I'm getting all these different auto texts. You know, now ours didn't look, look like we were talking to them, so we get a lot of response. But the bottom line is people started getting botted now. Now everybody's kind of aware of what's going on. So even though it was uh, we had a system, wash, rinse, repeat, that comfort zone, we realized the results were no longer showing up like they were. See the difference? So now we got to do something else. So now we're counterbalancing. It's very easy to get in the comfort zone and continue on, but guess what? Our sales and our business was declining. So is that a place to be? We were comfortable there, but it's not going to continue the growth of our business. And believe me, it caused a lot of stress too, because we thought, oh man, we finally got it dialed in, but guess what? Just when you think you got it dialed in, something's going to change <laughs> and get used to it. That's the world we're living in. All right. So we had to do something else. And that's when we started implementing the video text messaging and, and going at a different angle, all right? So the second zone is the comfort zone. When you get in that comfort zone, be careful because you've got to pay very close attention to the results. Your comfort zone will not, it, it also burns you out, actually. Uh, would you agree with that? If you've been in a comfort zone, you're like, okay, this is not as exciting anymore. We kind of got it down or, you know, just what, what's next? What's next? Come from curiosity. What else can you do that's going to not only grow your business, but pump you up to keep that motivation going? That's why these groups are so darn important because it's the other, if you're feeling that way in your comfort zone, just get around a couple of people that are, you know, starting to try new things and it's, it's contagious. It's contagious. And, and you'll, you'll see, you know, and you'll, you'll chat, you'll surprise yourself. The third zone is called the coasting zone. This is even a more dangerous zone to be in, even over the, the comfort zone. And I, this has happened to me too, maybe you as well at points. Um, and actually I'll be very transparent. I, when I teach class, I'm really transparent. I'm going to share all my wins, but I'll share my losses and failures just as easy because God knows we've all had them and that's how we learn. So I got into a coasting zone. I wasn't quite aware until I started studying this topic, how the coasting zone can affect us though. Here's what the coasting zone is. I don't even do what I did before. Okay, that, well, how did that happen to me personally? Well, again, and after that, you know, we thought we had our systems in, it was really frustrating. And we're like, wow, our results weren't showing up. Some personal things happened regardless of that. I can't say that that's why we got in the coasting zone, but the coasting zone is we kind of even stopped doing some of the basics that we were originally doing to keep our business at a very high level. And I think it was a little bit of a burnout. I'm like, dang it, I'm tired of reinventing. Oh, you know, but that's what we do. And the funny thing is, it's this double-edged sword. We get, get tired of having sometimes to reinvent and think, oh God, now what level? Now what do I have to implement and change? You know, I've been doing this over and over again. And it does always raise my business, but I, it's the energy it takes to learn and to grow and, and to try new things and the videos and all this other stuff and, and to implement it. 
And so it's really easy to fall into the coasting zone. That's that paralysis, the analysis paralysis of, oh gosh, I got to do it again. Well, guess what, everybody? That's when the massive action comes in because when you start doing it again, then there comes that fire burning in your belly again. It's when you let it lay dormant and you don't do that or you make a decision that puts you in a position that, you know, is less than what you really can be. That's kind of what happened to me, but we've turned it around. Okay, so here's the thing. Um, Understanding those zones, you're either challenging yourself to that growth, you're taking risks, you're seeing your potential, you may fall down, it's okay. Okay, you've got groups like this to pick you back up again and know that it's okay to fail your way forward, right? You can, we all do. You can get in the comfort zone and, you know, sometimes it's it's nice to be, you see your results, but you realize, you know what? Comfort zone is not where you're going to stay. You got to counter, you know, counterbalance and keep that growth going so you get back into the challenge zone again. You break down, break through. The coasting zone, if you find yourself there and you're getting a little bit tired and exhausted, that's a sign. It's a, it's a, a red flag on the play right there. Flag on the play. Pick yourself up, plug yourself into some fabulous people around you. Get yourself into some masterminds. Start taking action and you'll quickly find yourself back into the challenge zone again. See how important those three zones are. You know, when we're babies, we're all in the challenge zone. Look at if you if you have any babies around you, I've got a new grandson started watching them and he just started walking, for example. You know, it's like they continually challenge every single day, challenge, challenge for growth. It's just incredible to watch. There's no, there's no limits. If they don't get up and walk in the first, you know, six months, do you, we say, oh, forget it. You're never going to learn, <laughs> right? Wouldn't that be preposterous? I mean, the, and, the, and the kids don't know. They go into their school years and they keep challenging growing. It's when society and other people start putting these beliefs, uh, limiting beliefs in their heads and they start believing about themselves, right? That, that maybe they can't do it. Who are you to think you can do that, right? And then, you know, and and it's sad because it's funny because we're, we go into school and we know we want to get through our high school year and graduate. That's where we're at as children, as in our youth. You know, and once we get to that senior year and we graduate, are we done growing? Are we done learning? Sadly, sometimes that's the mindset people are in. They're done. They made it. woo it's a stepping stone. It's a milestone to the continuous growth you'll have the rest of your life, though. Yeah. Give that clap. Thank you, Katrina. And it's so true. Here's what happens. Here's the sad day. Sad day is when a person chooses to leave their challenge zone and no longer take risks. That's a sad day. And what do I mean by that? Do you know there's some people in this world that they had aspirations and dreams to do something. But maybe there were too many voices coming from who knows, maybe it's all around them. Maybe it's just within themselves saying, who are you to think you can do that? Originally, you know, I, I, I told the story I was in. Thank God of my peer group in high school. I had a peer group in high school that was insanely amazing because I didn't come from a, a wealthy background at all, at all. Family of divorce, moved all over the place. I was very 
lucky. I, I, I've, I've called these people out multiple times. I'm still friends with them today of a peer group that I got in high school because I had two roads in 10th grade I could share. I don't know if you've heard this story, but 10th grade, I lived in Imperial Beach, which is right by the border of Mexico. And I had my stepbrother who asked me if I would help him bring illegal aliens across the border because I had a big car in my 10th grade year. You know, that's not, it's illegal. Can't do that, right? Yeah, he was wanting me to do that. And I was considering it to make money to bring people across the border. That was one choice. My other choice was I had this amazing peer group in high school that they were somehow, they're all like academic. They were all like going to, planning and going to like UCLA, UC Irvine. You know, as, you know, I wasn't like that. I was a kind of a C student, but I was a dancer. And, and so being around these people, yeah, they would encourage me to do better. They, thank God I didn't take that road of bringing people across the border, you know. I, stayed with my group they encouraged me to run back in the day I didn't realize it's till years later in my life mind you to run for class president I never would have done that but they were the ones pushing me oh you gotta do it you gotta do it I did it and I went okay and I was three every year in high school I was the class president why not because of something I saw myself something other people did it's the peer group you see so this isn't really even about it's about you get my message here the environment, you know, the environment of growth, the, the sad day comes is I had this nurse that told me because I was going to go to, um, into physical therapy. She's like, oh, Susan, you don't have the grades to do that. You can't, you know, you're a dancer. You got to, you know, you, you don't have the, she, the, the teacher, somebody I respected. All my friends were growing up. Well, I'll tell you how I got into college. I did get into college, but I knew Cal State Fullerton on, you know, and I got in through a low income minority program. And it's called EOP. I don't know if you, I think it's still around, Educational Opportunity Program. So that's how I got into college. And thank God I did it. I took that risk. So this is this is where, you know, again, back at that time, I didn't understand what I was really doing. It's now through my journey that I'm going, man, I got lucky by the grace of God, I was around great people because it scares me when I think of what could have happened. Where does that bring us today? You know, so it's a sad, sad day if I, you know, if you, you know, I could have gotten out of high school going, that nurse is right. Forget it. Forget college. You know, I'm just going to take a job. Never pursue because I don't, I don't have it. I'm not that A student. I'm not that, you know, that student that took all the AP classes. You know, that's not me. I would have believed what they said about me. It's scary to think. See how those influences work out. But that happens in life. People will have these aspirations. They get out of high school. They've got all these great plans. And then, you know, a year goes by. Two years goes by. And they start to settle. Maybe they get into it. Maybe they get married now instead of following a dream. They decide to get a job, and they let those things go. And you know that's where I want to try to peek. It doesn't matter what age we're at. You know, to start to identify and getting into this growth mindset is what I'm talking about. You know, and learning to grow and leading yourself, and and you know, plugging yourself into all these areas that are going to help you learn and grow are such a critical point because the voices around us, be very careful. The voices inside of us, be really, really careful that they usually come from those limiting beliefs. Okay, so I kind of went off on a little journey there. Or it's not even in my notes. Well, I, I do that. You know? <laughs> Hopefully you'll get something out of it. So creating that growth environment is really critically important to your leadership, to your growth, to your uh, taking challenges and believing in yourself that you can do it. The average person, if you're surrounding yourself with average people, 
average people, you know, it's funny um, because they're going to try to pull you down. And it's not that they're trying to purposefully hurt you because they're, they're probably good friends or family members or whatever, but they're, they may be holding you back because it's something within themselves. It, it, it makes them, if you're challenging yourself, it's going to make them realize and see a mirror that they're not. Okay. So you got to be real careful on that because it's not really intentional, but you do need to pay attention to it because you need to be around the people that are going to say, Hey, go for it. I'm here to help you here to support you. And it's an uphill challenge and battle all the way. If you've ever been in in an environment where your business did rise to the top or is at the top, top and you've got other people around you that are you know that's where some of these you'll know, see it even on social media i hate to say it, the haters will come up and they'll show up because you're you're doing things that are you know challenging other people to look at themselves and say hey you know i should be doing that but i'm not sadly they'll go and you know they'll you know post something that you know is unfriendly you got to get past all that because i tell you that it, it it's it's you know, to those people, uh, you know, I my, my behavioral disc is a 99D, 99I. My 99D can show up a lot. My 99I can show up just as much. So that's hurtful, you know, and it, and it can take an effect on how we start to do our, you know, make choices. So pay attention to those things. That average person is going to do that. In order to grow, you've got to get out of a stagnant environment. You've got to. You got to get out of that stagnant environment. And you've got to go to the distance with the people that are going to help you grow. You've got to reinforce yourself with that positive growth environment. And so, what does that look like, really? Um, it, it looks like you know other people are ahead of you. Are we over time already? My goodness, this this little Asian power huddle goes by so fast. Anyway, other people are ahead of you. I'll wrap this up. But you're continuously challenged. You're focusing on moving forward, and you're not looking in that rearview mirror. I'm going to say that one again. You're focusing forward, not looking in the rearview mirror of where you've stumbled in the past. Look at your growth on where you want to go. Keep that focus on where you want to go. Put yourself in an atmosphere of affirming, affirmations. Um, Get yourself out of that comfort zone. Get yourself out of the comfort zone. Get yourself out of the coasting zone even more. Wake up that you're excited to do something. Wake up you know, find something that's going to challenge you that you wake up excited to do it. Failure is not your enemy. Take more risks. Be around people that are growing also and people that desire change. Also, this is a good one. It's the last one. Be in an area, in a a surrounding area where growth is actually modeled. In other words, you've got mentors that that are doing it and expected. One of my favorite quotes from Tony Robbins is people will perform to the expectations of their peer group. People will perform to the expectations. There's a story with that, but I don't have time to get into it today, but think about it. When you're in a a group that has standards and expectations, you will rise up to that because that's where the standards are and people are performing at that level. You know, you can do it and you take action to do it. If people are just kind of stagnant, not really having any standards and expectations, then we naturally kind of fall to the, you know, to the where that level. Okay. So people will perform to the expectations of their peer group. I'm already over time. I cannot believe this Asian power huddle just flew by like that. So, you know, just ask yourself some of the questions we went through today. Know that you're 
continual leadership for yourself, for your organization, for your business, for the people that you're with depends on the every level you go to. If you're in a breakdown right now, recognize it because it means you're going to break through if you do those steps we just talked about. Go have a wonderful, powerful week, everybody. Great, great seeing you. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.